the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. When it comes to the worship of God, we have one of the sweetest moments as believers in Christ to worship Him in a very intimate way. It's called the Lord's Table, Communion. Welcome to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Today, as the church celebrates communion, it also, in our work through 1 Corinthians, lands squarely on chapter 11. And it's there the Apostle Paul deals with communion. So they kind of go hand in hand today, and that's what we'll do at least through the first half of this week. Spend some time taking a look at the Lord's Supper through 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Join us and be encouraged as we understand just exactly what it is we do when we celebrate the Lord's Table or Communion. Here's Pastor Leighton Sheely with today's Study Verse by Verse. Acts 2.42 describes four trademarks of the early church. One, there was an obedience to the teaching of the apostles. By the way, the teaching of the apostles has been passed on to us through the New Testament books. Secondly, fellowship. They enjoyed each other's company and they practiced hospitality. Third, prayer. And then fourth, the breaking of bread or partaking of communion. And these practices were not limited to one day a week, but were uh, practiced on a daily basis. In fact, some scholars believe that communion was celebrated at every meal. Now, Christ Jesus instituted the ordinances of communion and baptism. With regard to baptism, Jesus commanded his disciples to go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. During his last Passover meal in the upper room, Jesus initiated the communion, or the Lord's Supper as it has come to be known, telling his disciples to continue as an ordinance in remembrance of him. On the night that he was betrayed... Jesus and his disciples had gathered together to celebrate the Passover. Now, the Passover was an annual observance of the Jewish people commemorating the miracle of God's deliverance from slavery and death in the land of Egypt. In order to show his great power and might, God sent a series of plagues across Egypt, which at that time was the greatest empire on the face of the earth, culminating in the sending of the death angel to slay the firstborn of every household. However, God protected his people from judgment by instructing them to smear the blood of a Passover lamb on their doorposts and lintels. The story is told to us in Exodus chapter 12. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in Egypt, This month is to be for you the first month, the first month of your year. Tell the whole community of Israel that on the tenth day of this month, each man is to take a lamb for his family, one for each household. If any household is too small for a whole lamb, they must share one with their nearest neighbor, having taken into account the number of people there are. You are to determine the amount of lamb needed in accordance with what each person will eat. 
The animals you choose must be year-old males without defect, a male without defect. And you may take them from the sheep or the goats. Take care of them until the 14th day of the month, when all the people of the community of Israel must slaughter them at twilight. Then they're to take some of the blood and put it on the sides and tops of the door frames of the houses where they will eat the lambs. The same night they are to eat the meat roasted over the fire, along with bitter herbs and bread made without yeast. Do not eat the meat raw or cooked in water, but roast it over the fire, head, legs, and inner parts. Do not leave any of it until morning. If some is left till morning, you must burn it. And this is how you are to eat it, with your cloak tucked into your belt, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. You're to eat the Passover meal as though you are ready to travel. Eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. On that same night, I will pass through Egypt, and I will strike down every firstborn, both men and animals, and I will bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt. If you were to look at the ten plagues uh, of, of Egypt, you would find that each one corresponds with one of the gods that were worshipped in Egypt. I am the Lord. The blood will be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. The name of the meal was the Passover, because judgment would pass over those who were protected by the blood of the Passover lamb. Jesus transformed the Passover into a meal that commemorated an even greater, infinitely greater deliverance. Instead of being delivered from a land of slavery, suffering, and death, through Jesus, the perfect Lamb of God, God's people have been delivered from a place of slavery to sin, suffering in hell, and eternal separation from God who is the source of life. Let's begin with verse 17. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 17. But in the following instructions, I do not commend you, because when you come together, it is not for the better, but for the worse. The word there for giving instruction means to command or to order. It was the basic idea was to pass along from one to another. It was used, especially in the military, uh, to describe the orders from a commander being passed along through his subordinates to others. And Paul made it clear here that what he was about to say was not his own personal advice, but he was passing along commands from on high. Now, although earlier in this chapter Paul had commended the Corinthians for the, uh, keeping the doctrines that had been given to them, here Paul has no commendation. In fact, he says, when you come together, your coming together actually does more harm than good. It would be better off if you just stayed home than do what you're doing. Now, the term for worse is a comparative of caucus, from which we get caca. It uh, represents moral evil. So instead of these celebrations being times of loving fellowship and spiritual enrichment, instead they became times of self-indulgence, shaming the poor brethren, mocking the Lord's sacrificial death, and scandalizing the church before an unbelieving world. Verse 18, for in the first place, when you come together as a church, I hear that there are divisions among you, and I believe it in part, for there must be factions among you, in order that those who are genuine among you may be recognized. The word church here is the word ecclesia, meaning assembly or congregation. It's never used of a building or an organization in the New Testament. 
The word for division is schismata, from which we get the word schism. It literally means tearing or cutting, and it is used metaphorically to describe a division or dissension. So instead of gathering to celebrate our unity as one family under our Heavenly Father's love and provision, the Corinthian church was instead filled with dissension and division. In fact, Paul had only written nine verses in chapter 1 of this letter before he wrote, I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and in the same judgment. For it has been reported by me, to me, by Chloe's people, that there is quarreling among you, my brothers. Now what I mean is that each one of you says, I follow Paul, or I follow Apollos, or I follow Cephas. Cephas is another for Peter, or I follow Christ. Now Paul, Apollos, and Peter were all on Christ's team. They were all on the same team. And yet there has always been a destructive tendency in churches to divide into contentious groups behind leaders, comparing and evaluating or valuing one above another based on some arbitrary quality. And in later chapters, Paul goes on to describe that there are some who intentionally stir up strife, dissension, and division in the church. Now, it's important for us to understand what God's opinion is on this kind of behavior. In Proverbs chapter 6, we read, A worthless person, a wicked man, goes about with crooked speech, winks with his eyes, signals with his feet, points with his finger. With perverted heart, devises evil, continually sowing discord. Therefore, calamity will come upon him suddenly. In a moment, he will be broken beyond healing. There are six things the Lord hates, seven things that are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among brothers. This kind of behavior is an abomination to the Lord. It is something that he hates, according to the scripture. Now, Paul here acknowledged that divisions cannot be entirely avoided. Jesus said that there will always be tares among the wheat until the final harvest. Paul says, for there must be factions among you. And the word for must be there is a single word, day, which means it is necessary or it must be. It denotes necessity. It was often used in the New Testament to describe divine necessity. For instance, Jesus used it on several occasions to describe uh, the fulfillment of messianic prophecies, appointed events, including his crucifixion and resurrection. He said these things must happen. And it's in that sense that Paul uses the term here, these things must happen. Now, even though it might seem contrary to our logic, the paradox is that it is necessary for there to be factions in the church in order that those who are approved might become evident among you. The worldliness and fleshly disobedience of those who cause division exposes the love, harmony, and spiritual maturity of those who are approved. 
The word approved, dakamos, refers to that which is passed to test. It was used to describe metal that had been put through the fire and proved to be pure. And it is the fire and the heat of contention and conflict that produces a test. Uh, Church division, as ungodly and sinful as it is, is nevertheless used by the Lord to prove the worth and worthiness of his saints. Evil helps manifest good. Trouble in the church creates a situation where true spiritual strength, wisdom, and leadership can be manifested. Great leaders are exposed through difficult circumstances. Well, we are exploring communion as recorded for us by the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 11. Today we've been laying our foundation on this important topic by taking a look at the dynamics of the church and why communion is so important in light of it. Questions about today's program, as always, you're more than welcome to direct them to us through our website, highlands.us. That's highlands.us. You'll also find information about Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, where we meet, service times, and the like. Again, at highlands.us. Tomorrow, more out of 1 Corinthians 11 and the Lord's Supper. Join us then for Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.